Hey guys, and welcome to the first ever episode of This Is Your Life podcast. A podcast about becoming the best versions of ourselves, growing through experience, learning new tools to help ourselves and those around us, taking a leap of faith through our own intuition, and giving each other positive, encouraging advice and all-around love. This week's episode is a very important topic, one I hold near and dear to my heart. It's a conversation I have had, I would say, 300 times? (laughs) I mean, I have this conversation a lot with a lot of different people. And I don't mean that in a negative way because it's something we all have to learn. I had to learn it. Not to say that I'm perfect or never have a problem with this, but I've definitely gotten better. So let's nip it right in the bud. Saying no is really hard. It's not easy to look someone in the eye and tell them you can't help them or give them what they want or need, especially when that someone is a person in your life that you really care about. Someone you love. Your mom, your sister, your dad, your best friend, your cousin, maybe even someone you don't know who's asking for your help. Humans are empathetic creatures. We care about one another, and from the first time we are born, we are told to help people. Women specifically are taught that we have this motherly instinct and that we are naturally meant to mother those around us. But you're not their mom. And we try to recognize who is actually needs our help and who's taking advantage of us, but here's the kicker. Sometimes we have to say no to those who are genuinely asking for help because even those people will drain us. And look, I get it. It's easier said than done, but let's work through it because at the end of the day, this is your life. So let's start by breaking it down and what the thought process is behind it. And then we can move on to some specific scenarios that I'm sure many of us have experienced personally. Why are we so scared to say no? What do we think is going to happen if we do not help that person? They'll get upset, right? They may ignore us. This person may even make you feel guilty as if you're a bad person for saying no. Okay, so what happens if they get upset? What's the next step here? We feel upset, right? We've already established that we are an empathetic person. So we feel for this person. All we want for them is their happiness. But right now, we are reminding ourselves that we also want our happiness. We need our happiness. I heard this quote from a podcast I was listening to recently. It's Melissa Monti's Mind Love. I'm going to link it in the show notes for you guys. It's absolutely amazing. Please go listen to it. But she said, you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to fill your cup first before you can help fill another. So when someone asks for your help, think about whether your cup is empty right now. Maybe this specific person is the reason your cup is empty. It's time to put yourself first. So I want you to take a deep breath and say it with me. (sighs) I'm not your mom. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, no, I'm not. No, I'm sorry, but I can't do that. And at the end of the day, if this person truly cares about you as much as you care about them, then they're going to respect your answer and understand. They may be a little upset at first, like we discussed, but they're going to get over it. Okay, so what are some specific examples to give us some more clarity on this topic? One example that I think almost all of us have experienced in one way or another is those around us asking for our time. Maybe your friend is always asking you to run errands with them when you're busy. Maybe 
your significant other is getting just a little too clingy. Maybe someone is always asking you to do acts of service for them, like finish cleaning for them at work so they can leave early every day, or help with a school project because they didn't have time to finish it for whatever reason. And of course, they seem like little things. It wouldn't be difficult for you to help them, but it happens consistently, without fail. And hell, you're tired of it. I used to work with one of my good friends, and we worked in restaurants. So essentially what's happening is at the end of the day, some people leave earlier than others. You know, you have people sitting at a table that you're serving that just stays longer, or you have a lot more cleaning to do at the end of the day. And one of my friends would always ask me to switch shifts with her, whether she needed to leave early because she had something to go to, or she needed to stay later that day because she wanted to make more money. Whichever shift I had, she wanted. And at first it wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, I was making pretty good money and, you know, I can stay a little longer or I don't mind leaving early. So I would always give her my shifts. Then after a while, I just got tired of it. To be honest, I really just wanted to know when I was going to leave work that day. I'm a really big planner and so... Having the best idea of what time I was going to be home was really important to me. And going to work every day not knowing whether she wanted my shift or not made that really hard. And I really just honestly didn't like it. Another example for me is when I was working with one of my boyfriends at the time. We always would try and leave work at the same time. And it didn't matter if we were hanging out or not later. We just always were in this same time sink, right? Of we would leave at the same time because, I don't know, that's what significant others do, I guess. And he would always finish after me. And so I was always helping him clean or vacuum or sweep or roll silverware or whatever it was. He always always move slower. And I swear, even if he should have been done before me, he would move slower so that I would help him. Sometimes he would tell me that he needed to leave before me to like, I don't know, go to the store to pick up groceries for us or something like that. And so would ask me to finish his work for that reason. It was ridiculous. And I just, again, I got so tired of doing it because I'm not your parent. It's not my job to make sure you get your work done or you make enough money or whatever it is. I gotta think of myself sometimes. So how do you prepare yourself? How do you get into the right mindset to confront this person or to just let them know that you can't help them out this time? Well, first things first, you need to do whatever it is that makes you feel powerful and in charge. For some people, that might mean journaling. For others, it might mean listening to their favorite song. For me, I like to do a little bit of both. I journal a lot in my life, and so I usually sit down and just get out all of my feelings overall. I have this little reading corner, little nook in the back of my bedroom, and I just like to sit there with my little fairy lights on and write everything out, whether it's good, bad, the ugly, the random, whatever it is. And then after that, I like to go for a drive and listen to music. Driving always calms me down, and it makes me feel good at the same time. Whenever I go for a nice drive, I'm always able to remind myself that things are not as big of a deal as I make them out to be. I'm a very anxious prone person and have been known to chalk everything up to being the end of the world. So finding coping mechanisms has been very important. Going for a drive, 
taking some long, counted-out deep breaths, and journaling have been best for me. I also like to do a little grounding exercise. Um, if you are someone who is very anxious, this might be really good for you. If you're kind of feeling like you're getting, you know, extra anxious in that moment, or maybe you want to go talk to them and then you feel like you might have a panic attack, grounding has been really important for me. What I do, and actually my mom recommended this to me, and I've tried it, I've done it many times, but I'll take one d- big deep breath and then I do all of, I pick something that matches all of my senses. So, for example, right now I can feel the chair that I'm sitting in under my body I can see my microphone right in front of me I can hear my pug breathing in the background and I can smell the giant cup of coffee that is awaiting for me after I finish recording and doing little things like that can kind of bring you back into the situation you're in or just in that moment that you're feeling and kind of calm you down. Get your mind off of initially what you're thinking of. Try repeating out loud to yourself in the mirror. No, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Or just try saying no to yourself. Get yourself used to that phrase or that word and be familiar with what it feels like, with what that word word means and how powerful it can be, how powerful it can make you feel. Next step, have a reason why you can't help this person. Maybe you have to get home right away to help your mom with something, or you have a lot of schoolwork to do. Maybe you have plans later. Maybe you just don't want to. If confrontation in the moment isn't your gig, try pulling them aside separately and just addressing it before they even have time to ask you for help. Hey, listen. I don't mind helping you finish your closing work every now and again or switching shifts with you. If you really need it, I can do it, but I can't do it every single time. It's not my responsibility and I have my own stuff going on. Now, if this isn't your gig and confrontation is something that you're really nervous about, maybe you could just try writing this person a letter. Whether you decide that writing gives you enough of a boost to tell them in person or you send the letter itself, don't be, exp- don't be afraid to express what you're thinking. Now, I don't mean this in a sense of leading, leaving little passive, aggro- passive aggressive notes everywhere or sending them a really angry text. We don't want any of that here. We're looking for all love. But take, writing down a nice letter of how you feel about the situation or you're feeling a little stressed out or whatever is going on. Maybe you do have a lot going on in your life and you just need to let that person know that you're dealing with this and them asking for all of these things all the time is just making things a little bit harder in the moment. Maybe try taking that route. It can also just, like I said, give you a little boost to know what you're thinking. Because sometimes we don't. I mean, right? Sometimes we don't know why we're feeling the way that we're feeling and writing a letter to ourselves or to another person can help give us some of that clarity. Okay, Kelly, what do I do when I said no to them, but they push back? They keep asking, and now I feel really guilty. Well, the key to saying no is to be firm in your no. It's going to sound silly, but again, try saying it out loud in the mirror. I cannot stress this enough, you guys. Try saying it out loud a couple times to use that feeling. Yeah, it is going to feel weird right away the talking to yourself part and the no part, but your body will feel more comfortable with it. You'll seem way more confident when you say it out loud. Watch your facial expressions because 
even if you say no, if you look scared, they're just going to pounce on that right away. Get to a point where you wouldn't even question yourself. Say no like you would if your annoying little brother asked you for a hundred bucks. When you're firm in your no, other people won't question it and will remember the next time they want someone to give them the answers to their own homework. The other night, my boyfriend and I were watching the movie Knives Out, which, first of all, really great movie. Second of all, in part of the movie, the grandfather is saying no to his children because they're all fighting over who's going to get his money and his estate and whatever, and he's trying to cut him off, right? And every single one of them tried to fight him on it. And in a calm and firm voice, all he said was, my mind is made up. And I found those words to be so powerful. That one sentence was his way of expressing that there was no use in wasting their breath because he was not changing his mind. No means no. When I look back at the person that I was when I used to say yes to everything, I mean, I was terrified at losing my friends. And that if I said no to my boyfriend, I was a bad girlfriend. That people would, wouldn't see me as a selfless person anymore. I always viewed myself as a friend anyone could turn to. That I was always there for my friends and family. But that was the issue. I was always there for everyone. I couldn't tell you what I wanted or needed because I was always focused on what everyone else needed. I couldn't help myself because I was on a never-ending train of helping others. I'm not saying that helping others is a bad thing, let's be clear, but... It's important that we don't lose ourselves in the process. Because I did. I mean, I was a different person. I didn't know myself anymore. I was so worried about losing these friendships. And to be honest, most of these people I'm not even friends with anymore. Because surprise, surprise, they weren't even good friends anyway. Now I'm able to distinguish healthy from unhealthy relationships in all aspects of my life. From family to friends to a significant other. And I was able to start that cycle from one simple word. No. Having boundaries with the people you allow into your life is really important. And I say allow into your life on purpose. Because you do choose who is and who is not in your life. And that counts for family too. Just because you were born into the same family does not guarantee a forever relationship with that person. Everyone has to earn that bond and mutual respect. You can t- you control who receives your time and energy. You control who receives your help. You control which cup you fill. Your own or someone else's. I chose that some people did not receive my help. I chose to say no. And that doesn't mean I'm a selfish person. I still helped people when I felt it was the right time or necessary. And it doesn't mean that I only helped people when it was convenient for me. That's not what I mean at all. It just means that I found that boundary and that line and I knew when it was okay and when I shouldn't be doing that anymore. I mean, look at me right now. I'm choosing to make a podcast to help other people. I still help my friends. I still help my family. They know that at the end of the day, I am there for them. But I don't let people take advantage of me anymore. I'm able to say no when I need to. I promise you, you guys, you're going to be so proud of yourself after you say no and you take some of these steps to work that trait into your life. Develop that part of yourself. I'm going to be proud of you too. I'd love to hear about your experiences with finding that personal power and taking control 
and how you felt afterwards. If there are any specific topics you are looking for advice on, you can email me at thisisyourlifepodcast at gmail.com. And please let me know in the email if it's okay for me to share it on this podcast with our listeners or not. Remember guys, this is your life and no one else's.